What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to Bolt Brady and his bro. Welcome in. We are here to chat week four NFL. Let's welcome in our professional handicapper, Bolt. <laughs> How are we doing? Good. How are you? Well, doing well. You know, I know not everyone's a golf fan, but hopefully everyone's a fan of America. And uh, let's just touch on the Ryder Cup for a second. Nice job bringing it home, boys. Yeah, they uh, they dominated for once, which is, that's been a while since you've seen that. Well, how about for a while? So it's the first time that we've won two out of three. Uh, you know, for people that don't follow it, the Ryder Cup is when the United States uh, takes on Europe in golf and they play each other every two years. And so it's the first time we've won two out of three since the early 90s. I mean, it's just been pure domination by Europe, but not this time. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because um, they were interviewing the guys, and, and all the guys were tuned up. Like, they even had drinks and champagne in their hand, uh, <clears throat> their hands while they were interviewing everyone. And the, the, the reporter went to Dustin, and he said, Dustin, uh, you're the oldest in this group. Do you think you can... Uh, still party with the young guys and <laughs> Dustin had a little bit of a buzz and he, he was about to say F bomb. Absolutely. And he caught himself and he just goes, absolutely. He goes, look, I don't know if you know my past, but right. I like to whack them back, <laughs> take a little toot. And then, and then, you know, that, that just reminds me real quick, not to get off base, but I saw this guy was interviewing another journalist, just speaking about journalists and he was interviewing, um, Kevin Durant. And is this guy an idiot, this journalist? He goes, so uh, why do they call you KD? Was Durant there watching? He was interviewing Durant. No, but Durant was at the Ryder Cup. No, 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 no. I was just jumping around. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. Stay with me here. <laughs> Sorry, but I was just, it reminded me of this. This is the stupidest thing I've seen a journalist do in a long time. He goes, why do they call you KD? And I'm like, is this a joke? <laughs> KD looked at him for a second. He goes, my first name's Kevin. And my last name's Durant. Ah, makes sense. And the guy goes, oh, okay. And then he follows that up with, so this season, uh, what what do you plan to do on the court? Do you plan on giving 100%? And Kevin's looking at me and goes, or, you know, do you plan on giving an 80 or 90, maybe 110%? Kevin's like, uh... 110? He goes, okay, there it is. Is this a school project for uh, the community college? <laughs> Dude, someone that's never watched sports in their life. Right, no, just the trial, like, uh, recording show. <laughs> so anyway, enough of that, but wanted to give props to America and the Ryder Cup. That was legit. Let's dive in to maybe a little week three first, because there mm-hmm. were some garbage games. Mm-hmm. Well, what's what's coming to your mind? Well, uh, probably the Redskins. I mean, this is three games in a row now. Like, you know, everyone was talking about how legit their defense was going to be. And their D-line is legit. But when you don't have defensive backs behind you, it doesn't matter who you have on the D-line. And the Bills just shredded them apart. Yes. And, the you know, the NFC East is just showing its true colors here pretty quickly. Right. Right, yeah, it's ugly. And then the other game that was gnarly uh, that I that that I picked was the Colts. I mean, it's it's a done deal. Wentz is dog shit. Yeah, his it's it's over. Yeah, it's definitely over. Pack it up. See you later. Time to get a new quarterback. Back to Dakota. I mean, 
How about this? Um, the Titans still had four turnovers, and the Colts can't even win the ball game. I mean, that mm. never happens. In fact, God, they were so competitive last year too. I mean, it's not like you know Philip was just at his best last year, but no, they that, still their line and stuff was better. The line was well. That's the problem. They've got some injuries too. Yeah, at, um, on the offensive line, but usually statistics show when you win the turnover battle, you win eighty percent of the time. And the Colts still couldn't even get you know better than within nine. They're not good. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. But some of the good things that we noticed, uh, you know, the Chargers over the Chiefs, that was a legit game. Yeah, Chargers are looking pretty good. Yeah, they are. If you go into Arrowhead um, and win that ball game, um, it's cool seeing that sea of red. I remember when we went to go visit our relatives, and this was a long time ago. This was like ten years ago. And I went to the grocery store um, before the game on Sunday. And Snooks? Is that what it's called? Remember <laughs> Cousin Matt's? So I was like, did you get him at Snooks, Mom? She's like, what? He's like, you're sour grapes. Because <laughs> Snooks is the chain out there. <laughs> One of them, The man. grocery store. Yeah. Sour grapes. And everyone had red on. Not just in the store. Everywhere you look. And that's how that stadium, it's pretty legit. But the Chargers go, it's not happening. Uh, Patty was a little off again. Yeah, I don't, you know, throw here or there where he's trying to just trying to make that little miracle throw, and it's the pick. But they, you know, find themselves at the bottom of that division currently. Yes, they do. And at the top of the division, done, done. My squad of the year. Oh, one of them, along with Teddy. Teddy covers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Raids. Go for it. What do we think here about the Raids? Yeah, they had the uh, they had, they were up by ten there for a sec. They let them back in it to go to OT, but they find a way to prevail. Yeah, they did. And in fact, the last time the Raiders were three and 2002. And guess what happened that year? Super Bowl. They went to the Super Bowl. That's right. Woo! Big Tampa. <laughs> so who knows? But yeah, things are flying high down there. They, you know, speaking of the Chargers and speaking of the Raiders, though. I believe that's the Monday night game. Uh, Chargers-Raiders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Raiders are on the road. I think the line's a little light there, though. Right what? now it's currently sitting like around the three. Three, three three and a half Chargers right now. So mm-hmm. I'll still take my Raiders. You're going to give them three and a half. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I would, I would lean the other way there. I would lean the other way there. No, I mean, both of them coming off emotional games there, but the the Chargers are just like, we just took down Patty. Oh, you mean they're super juiced? Oh, yeah. Well, but, um, you know, I could say that the Raiders have come off two overtime wins. I mean, talk about emotional rides. Right. I mean, things are just setting up each week to show it's their year. So Not on not on the road. They're not going to go undefeated by no means. Well, but of course not. Let's not get carried away here. But mm-hmm. not on the road. Not on the road. I think they probably both will win their home games. Chargers games are hard to call home games still. I mean, the last one was against Dallas. I mean, there was 80% Dallas fans there. That is true. And there's a shitload of Raiders fans in L.A., obviously. Heads up. So they they will have um, good fan backing there. But I just, yeah, it's time to be 3-1 and one for the Raids. Nope. And I've been backing them. Carr. I mean, <laughs> that's my boy. And he still leads the NFL in passing. Uh-huh. Yep. So it's been fun to watch them. There's still been some shitty coaching on both ends of those teams. Like the Chargers, I don't know what they were doing the end of the Kansas City game. They could have ran the ball down and just waited until fourth down and called the timeout with like two seconds left and kicked the winning field goal. 
and they go for the fade to Mike Williams, and they still left time on the clock for Patty. Yeah. And Patty worked his way down the field and actually threw up the Hail Mary, and I didn't hear it, but they said that Kelsey um, got almost, like, tackled. Like, it was totally P.I., but they just didn't call it. Mm-hmm. So that's – you don't want to give Patty the ball because we know how well, we know what happens when you give the ballers ball like Aaron Rodge against the Niners. Yeah. Holy cow, was that any good? I was going to say real quick on the Chiefs, though. How about they, uh, they're they looking for someone to help Big Ty Hill as the second receiver. So Josh Gordon's getting the call to the practice squad so, and soon to be active. Right. So here's my take on Josh. Josh, clearly you have some problems. I really hope you work that out. That's got to suck those inner demons you have. The other side of the coin is, I mean, how many times has this guy come back? It was Seattle. Then the Patriots, and now it's going to work with KC. Well, I was looking. You know, he led the league in 2013 in receiving yards. That was yesterday. I know, and I'm like, it says he's coming off his sixth suspension. I'm like, geez, at what point are we like this? Is we're not getting another call here? So I was thinking about that. I mean, clearly the guy has some talent because teams keep calling him. I mean, you know, you know, because like the Johnny Menzels and stuff, they go no. See you later, bud. Take that game up to the CFL. But with Josh, they keep giving him a chance, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's no three-strike rule or anything here. And they said his last action was in some fan league that he played with Johnny, like last year. Oh, right. I mean, I don't even think it was televised. <laughs> did they have flags on? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that T.O. or Ocho Sink did, like, the arena or something? Oh, I don't know. You know, T.O. T.O.'s still thinking he can still play. He's still bringing it. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. I don't, I don't know. We'll see how he pans out if he does something for the yeah, Chiefs. But it's not happening. They, they're starting him on the practice squad. That'd be great. Great story. I'll be the first one to admit I'm wrong if he does it. But what I don't understand is you don't think there's some guy that just graduated from college that's hungry, that's a badass, that's never gotten in trouble, that's ready to ball, who won't hit the nightclub on the off nights, exactly, and is just ready to play. And they're like, "No, nah, let's bring Josh in on the practice squad." Guy, you know, it's been eight years since he's done anything, but let's give him a shot. Sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, good luck, Josh. Like I said, hope you take care of those demons, bud. All right. So on to Big Aaron. Well, that was incredible, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, does he erase week one memories real quick? Yeah, he does. He said that was an anomaly, and it sure was. I heard someone kind of referencing, say, you know, these guys aren't playing preseason. So it's like uh, you can kind of look at week one as like almost like a preseason game for your veterans because they're not playing before that. Right. So, you know, some of these teams weren't ready to click week one. I mean, now here they come. Well, the problem is the Niners can't cover anyone. They're they're another team that has the defensive line that causes havoc with Big Bosa, mm-hmm. and then no one behind him. I Josh mean, Josh Norman got the bruised ribs too. He had to go to the hospital. I mean, Josh Norman, that guy was picked up from the YMCA like two weeks before that. I mean, <laughs> seriously, he wasn't even on the squad. Like, he's another one. Like, his career is. Adios. Yeah, how long ago was that Odell Beckham thing where they were throwing helmets at each other? <laughs> well, how long has it been since he was like the All-Pro with Carolina? That's like, Yeah. That's where he was badass, and then he signed the, the big contract with the Redskins and just never happened. And they were throwing him on the field because they were paying him so much, and then he's bounced around, and somehow the Niners are like, dude, we need a DB. Come on, Josh. Mm-hmm. And now he's peace out. So... That's the thing is, you know, the Niners, I give them credit. Um, You know, I've always said Jimmy is not bad. He's not great. 
Um, but that was an impressive drive that he had. For sure. Taking him down the field. And, you know, once again, the clock management, like getting into the end zone there so early, killed it. 35 seconds, no timeouts. Aaron goes over to the sidelines and he goes, Devontae, let's do this. Yeah, got Devontae got popped in the chin too. Yeah, he got up. Badass. I'm surprised they let him back in the game. No kidding. Luckily they did because they wouldn't have won because Aaron hit him two times in a row. Uh-huh. Dime, the, the first one, just the dime over the linebacker's outstretched hand yep. to Devontae. And then the second time, like, first of all, does, does someone want to cover Devontae? Right. I mean, I get being in a zone defense, but maybe put a guy on Devontae at the same time. <laughs> or two. <laughs> and so then Crosby comes in, and like he's done for the last 15 years, hits it with no time left, ball game. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable how many times these teams even, you just like, they're going to get into field goal range. You, mm-hmm. you watch. Right. And you don't know if they'll make it, but they always get a kick at it. Right. So, and then, you know, now the Niners don't get a rest at all because now they're going to have a guy that's probably pretty pissed off named Big Russ and DK coming in. Yeah, have they slipped a little bit. The Seattle Seahawks. Here we come. Mm-hmm. So, that leads us. Into one of our best bets this week. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. Listen, the nines, um, like, in, in fact, I picked the nines to win the division um, or actually go to the playoffs. So, obviously, I, I think they're a good squad. This last game was a great game for them. But when you break it down, there's just a few things that I don't think they're going to be able to continue to do. Number one. They were 7-for-11 on third downs and 4-for-4 four four in the red zone. Real tough to keep that up. And now here comes Russ and DK. And they're coming off two losses in a row. It's not going to be three. Yeah. Uh, one of those uh, red zone conversions was they fourth down. They brought in Trey and he ran that touchdown in. They're kind of before the half. Right. So, you know, we've talked about the Niners in the past. I mean, I'm sorry about the Seahawks in the past. Peer, peer domination against the Niners when they come in. In fact, uh, the last 15 games that they've played against San Fran, they're 13 and two straight up. Hmm. So 13 and two straight up, and now you're giving me three points. We'll take her. Hmm. Yeah, I mean the Niners, the, the running game. Those guys are so banged up. They need some help back there. Oh, right. Usually it's plug and play. Right? It doesn't matter. But when you get down to the fifth string running back, yeah, it's the YMCA guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a little tough for the fifth stringer to come in and do some. So, and, you know, it'd be one thing if Seattle was riding high and you'd maybe catch them a little too high. Dude, they're not high right now. And that secondary was having problems against Green Bay. And they've got Devontae and, you know, a couple other guys that fill in. Here comes Lockett and DKer, and a quarterback that, you know, Aaron's, would you consider him mobile? I mean, he used to be. I would not say he's not not mobile. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the guy's how old? 37 ticks or something? He's shifty enough to still, like, to get by. Absolutely. But he's not Russ. No. And so, you know, if that D-line gets too aggressive, Big Russ will take off, and the secondary's in trouble. I like this game a lot. Seattle plus three. I'll tell you, if it doesn't go Seattle's way, then then they're 
the bottom of the division here looking up. That's going to be a long season. Well, I agree. Yeah, both of them, you know, can't really use a loss here. But yeah, three in a row. I mean, I don't even know if that's happened in Russ's career. I'm I'm gonna guess no. Mm-hmm. You know, not it's not an easy road game, and they're coming off another Minnesota road game. So right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's not going to be easy at all. I think the you know the Niners are pretty good. That secondary though, it's just not a good matchup. And you know, you have to look. You know, sometimes trends are you know ridiculous, like we've talked about different coach, different players. But this has just been pure domination, pure domination with Russ and Carroll against the Nines. Thirteen and two straight up the last fifteen, and now you're giving them three. Let's see what you got. Let's do it. All right, fellas, listen up, because this applies to all of us. It's coming all the way from Australia to Houston. Do you have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth-generation, brand-new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. That's right, male grooming, fellas. Join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com, spelled M-A-N-S. C-A-P-E-D dot com forward slash bolt for 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Put forward slash bolt and get 20% off and free shipping. I've got mine, fellas. Now it's time to get yours. Okay. What else are you thinking for this week? Well, you touched on uh, Seattle and Minnesota, and that was actually a good game until the second half. And Seattle only had 81 total yards. Not gonna cut it. Sure isn't. And Minnesota actually uh, could easily be three and zero right now. First game against the Bengals, Dalvin Cook fumbles in overtime. Mm-hmm. Second game against Seattle, the kicker misses a chip shot. No, this was Seattle. I mean, I'm sorry, not Seattle. Uh, Arizona misses a chip shot, 37 yards. So I mean, they could easily be three and zero here. Now the Cleveland Browns come into town. Okay. And the look-ahead line, which is they have, um, believe it or not, before the season starts, they provide the lines for every single game, all 17 games, every single team, Um, which is pretty interesting. You can actually bet a little bit on games like week 10 or whatever. (laughs) So, And then they have look-aheads like literally the week before. Well, the look-ahead before this game even started in the season was Minnesota minus three against Cleveland. Because Cleveland's coming, you know, to Minnesota. That yep. sounds fair to me. Now all of a sudden, it's Cleveland minus two. So it switched five points. Mm-hmm. I'll take Minnesota plus the two at home. You got to be shitting me here. <laughs> the wrong team is favored, and I know Cleveland played the Bears. And wow, did Justin Fields look good, didn't he? Folks? Yeah. I mean, what do you, what's he supposed? They better wax that guy. Well, hey, everyone wanted him in. No, I, I get it. They always want to see these rookies real quick. And wow, uh, not ready, I, I think was how we'd categorize that. Six for 20 for one yard. Hmm. Passing. Not cutting it. <laughs> that, that yard. Not cutting it. No. Got, he got sacked nine times. Um, yeah, the squad's not very good to his defense. No, 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 it's not. And so, but anyway, I guess they're taking, you know, think that's a great W for Cleveland. 
and now Cleveland's favored coming in, and I'll take the Vikings plus the two there. Yeah, they're tough. You know, they always play well, coached well, and especially at their house. Well, you mentioned their house. How about this one? It's not very often that they're not the favorite at home. So as a home dog against the spread, Minnesota's 7-1, okay? And Cleveland is the exact opposite when they're the uh, favorite on the road, 1-7 against the spread. Hmm. Not happening. Nope. I'm not, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy, but you know their their team's good enough to take on Cleveland this week. I'm well, like, yeah. good enough. Let me uh, let me tell you about Kurt here, because even Thielen's like this guy's playing at a different level, and his stats are backing it up. He's averaging 306 yards a ball game passing, eight TDs, zero picks this year so far for Kirk. Let's just don't put it on prime time. Sandwich it somewhere like in, in the midday. <laughs> don't don't. And want he it. knows no one's watching. Right. I'll give it to you. And if and in case people you know are afraid that Dalvin Cooks her who you know in my opinion he's easily like the top three back in the NFL, but his backup Alexander Matson is a badass. And um, I've been following this guy since he played for Boise State. It's just a bummer. He's behind Dalvin. He needs to be at like the Niners right now or something. Everyone would know who he is. But anyway, he filled in for Dalvin last week and had 176 total yards. Nice. So he he can fill in with Dalvin just fine. Oh, yeah. So don't let that scare you, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're taking the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I just say, go ahead. What else you got? Well, and then uh, there's one other game that's just I'm really confused by the line here, and I think it's off once again. Big Carson Wentz and the Colts travel to Miami, okay? And for some reason, the Colts are favored in that ballgame. I don't uh, know why. I, I'm looking at one that switched here to, to minus two Miami. Okay, Miami's minus two? Yep. Still uh, take it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah. I mean, Jacoby or, well, I think two is probably still out. I mean, I watched the Raiders game. Jacoby, listen, I mean, he's not the next Joe Montana or anything like that, but he's not bad. And um, he can move a little bit in the pocket. He tries not to, which is kind of cool because guys that can kind of move, they take off a lot like Jalen Hurts last night. But um, he's definitely better than Carson. I would take him in a second over big Carson. Yeah, and I remember Jacoby got a little run there in New England back when Tom got banged up, and he kind of showed he he was pretty good there for a few games, and then he went to the Colts, so that I'm sure Flores knew him with New England, and that's why he's there right now. Yeah, I mean, um, and then Miami at home, I mean, they're a way better squad, obviously. In fact, their last 20 games, they're 15-5 and five against the spread, just in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me give you the stats here on the Colts. Because, listen, I'm, I'm all for Reich, you know, as a head coach. He's legit, too, but there's only so much you can do. And I think everyone just had huge expectations because how well the Colts did last year. And then, you know, now they've got this younger quarterback that comes in. Let's get it fired up. They suck, like, against the spread. So they're done. <laughs> Big win, says. Hold on to those chips, buddy, because this might be the end of your run. Well, so they're actually one in five their last six games against the spread. Not cutting it. <clears throat> and one in six straight up. Okay. Yeah. It's tough, man. You know, good coaches still need some good players and, and things aren't going his way right now. He needs a quarterback. 
Yeah, he does. Hold on. I got to check this line here, the Colts. For, I, you're, you're saying the Colts are, are not favored anymore? Nope. I just I just printed out something off Vegas Insider. I looked at it. It says, and it switched to one and a half or minus two Miami. Oh, yep. I guess it did. Wow. I'm not the only one thinking that. Then. Who came and slapped some chips down? Well. Billy Walt? <laughs> Billy Walters probably did, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. There's some people out there that were agreeing with me. Holy cow. They said, Vegas, that line is off a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I like that game a lot. So it says minus one and a half here. Colts minus one and a half. I'll take the Dolphins there. You think Circa has some alerts when you you land in town? They're like, let's see who he slaps some chips on here. <laughs> they go bolts in town. Keep an eye on him. Oh, hold on. We got to verify you can put that in this game. <laughs> uh, and so along with that, you know, um, one of our listeners shot an email and said, hey, can you include teasers in there? And um, I forgot. We used to always throw a teaser in there as well. That's right. Teaser of the week. So let me just chat about the teasers real quick here. So you only want to do the six-point teaser because that's minus 120. When you start paying more than that, more points, um, long-term, it just doesn't make sense. Um, And just to touch real quick, never do teasers on college, okay, because I hear people do teasers on college games. And the variance of the score is so ridiculous in those games that you don't want to mess with it. That's why you only like you barely ever see a double digit favorite in the NFL. There's a reason why it's because it's so competitive. College can go a different way. So never tease college games. But anyway, here we go. Uh, we're going to take the Vikings mm. now, and we're going to tease that up to plus eight. Hello. Yeah, that's good. And why don't you give me Russ plus the nine? Yep. Jim Christmas. Divisional, for sure. Jim Christmas. Do we like that teaser? <laughs> Are they just giving away money on this? <laughs> no, 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 no. That never happens. Mm. Um, but there there was, a, there was a, speaking of the double-digit favorites, did you see how much the Buffalo Bills were favored over the Texans by? I haven't. Uh, no. Refresh me here on that 16 and one. Sixteen and a half. Hey-oh. That's a lot. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a best bet. But uh, I would tend to lean with the Texans there because guess who's next on deck for the Bills? <laughs> Sunday night football, the next week, the Bills and Kansas City. Nice. So listen, they're like, okay, guys, Texans, let's get ahead. Then let's throttle it down a little bit. Mills gets a little bit more time, you know, to, look, to get first string rep. So. 16 and a half is just a lot, but that's Man. just a lean. Yeah, you rarely see the more than the two touchdowns in the NFL. <clears throat> yeah, and when you do, it's like the Chiefs last year versus the Jets. Remember that line was like 19 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's good, but he's not that good. It just depends sometimes how bad the squad wants to drill them. Or, you know, if they start yanking guys out there at the end and someone backdoors a cover. Well, that's what I mean. So the way that it sets up is they've got KC on deck and they're like, let's not get anyone hurt here, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're up by the 14. Let's start bringing everyone out. There's only five minutes left. And Patty will take them down. He's not going to lose another primetime game. Well, Patty, Patty, you know, first things first, Patty's got to go into Philadelphia next week. <laughs> Philly's, <laughs> Philly's garbage. Mm-hmm. 
They, right. they are. Minus, minus six. Your NFC East is starting to just show that they're... I mean, My NFC East? Like, yeah. No, no, no. You were hyping Jalen a couple weeks I ago. I said they might win the NFC East. We'll see what happens. No. But that, I'm, not, I'm not hyping that league. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is looking like the, the like their top three in the league by who they're beating up on. Mm-hmm, Wait but, till they see some real squads. Right. Oh, that reminds me. I've got one more teaser here. Uh, speaking about beating up on people. Okay, you know how we were fans of the Broncos and Teddy to start the season. Well, they're 3-0. and But the teams that they beat are combined 0-9 to start the season. It's the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Maybe the three worst teams. Showtime, showtime. <laughs> Maybe the three worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. This week, they've got Lamar traveling. Uh, yeah, I had this one circled. Okay, and Lamar, you know, I was talking about the look ahead before the season started. The Ravens were minus three. Well, we had a four and a half point shift now. Lamar's getting a point and a half. It's probably going to spell trouble for him, but we're going to take the teaser there, the six point teaser. And I'll take Lamar, the seven and a half, okay? And we talked about KC minus the six. We're going to bring that down to a pick Lamar and Patty, the next teaser. Lock it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, um, real quickly here, what do you think about Big Tom going back to the old home? Well, it's interesting. So minus <laughs> minus six and a half, maybe a minus seven, a couple places. Okay. Well, the seven would be incredible, but... I'm not touching it. The look ahead before the season started was the three and a half. Tom's going to be fired up. The only thing that I say to this, and this is why I'm staying away from it, if there's one coach that knows Tom's weaknesses, who do you think it would be? Big Bill. You know how fired up Tom is, though. Oh, yeah. And Gronk will be fired up, too. Yeah, and the defense is going to, I mean, Big Mac's the rookie. Let's not forget that. No, I know. Like, if it was, like, Cam or someone. I would take the points in the big game. Cam. Cam, <laughs> Cam when he was 26. But, but this guy might cruise up to Tom and ask to, for the autograph before the game starts. <laughs> hey, Tom, can I get the autographed jersey? And Tom's like, uh, let's play the game first. Hey, kid. Right. No, I'll take Tom here. Especially coming off the loss to the Rams. Best bet? Uh, dude, especially under a touchdown. I'll take <laughs> it at seven. I think they might. they're going to stick it to him here. Mm, well, like I said. Bill knows everything about this guy inside now. Yeah. So you got any college ones you want to throw in here before we? I sure do. I sure do. Um, and it's actually Friday night, so we're gonna have action Friday, Saturday, Sunday for you folks. Sweet <clears throat> Maryland. Okay. The Turpins. Yep. And they pay. They play the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh. Okay. And I'm a big fan of the Hawkeyes. But Maryland, um, they've got two his little brother there. He transferred. From, oh, that's right. Yeah, he transferred from Alabama, mm-hmm. um, and he's got two stud receivers. I've seen them play a couple times. So these guys can chuck the ball around, and the Hawkeyes' offense is terrible. They stay in these ball games with a legit D. But like the biggest W they have this year is when they um, beat Iowa State in Iowa State, which is a big W. But they won the turnover battle four to zero. So anyway, I don't think it's happening. I'll take Maryland at home plus the four. Okay. Lastly, we got a big one in the Big Ten. Jim Harbaugh travels into Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wisconsin got thumped last week. And it does make a difference when they're at home because that game was played in Chicago. 
So let me give you a few stats here about Jim and his Wolverines. The last six times Jim has played Wisconsin, he's 0-6 against the spread. Doesn't matter where the ball game's played. And Jim against the Big Ten in general is 0-5, his last five against the spread. So what's that tell you? Jim beats the shit out of the crappy teams, but then when he takes a step up, he gets dumped. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin will take her. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for week four NFL and some college week five. Don't forget Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. And keep writing those reviews for us on Apple Podcasts. We're going to pick uh, someone's review each week, and you can win a hat. We'll hook you up. That'll do it for us this week. See ya.